Welcome to the Maven's Keys to Financial Contentment, a personal guide to achieving your financial goals. In each episode, certified financial planner Dominique Henderson reveals insights to the underlying truths of how to be truly financially content by learning to put your money where your heart is. Dominique is the owner and founder of DJH Capital Management, LLC, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm offering comprehensive financial planning and wealth management services to entrepreneurs. You can learn more about Dominique and his firm by visiting their website, www.djh-capital.com, or on social media by the hashtag Financial Literacy Bootcamp. Now here's the maven himself, Dominique Henderson. Welcome to the Maven's Keys to Financial Contentment. I'm your host, Dominique Henderson, and today we'll be continuing our series that we started last week called Developing Your Money Mindset. So last week was pretty much money as a tool. This week we'll be talking about money as an amplifier. So um, hmm, I think I want to begin with an analogy, um, and this gets you a little bit this hopefully personalizes discussion a little bit, at least for a certain demographic, it will. And uh, I'll give that away very shortly. Uh, so I watch a lot of Marvel movies. Um, I watched all the, the major productions, I guess, Avengers and whatnot. And I've gotten pretty familiar with the characters. I also watch the Netflix series. Um, so, yes, I binge watch a little bit. Um, Got to have my. Uh, <laughs> that's my vice, I guess. <laughs> But anyways, I'm by no means a comic book enthusiast, uh, but I do enjoy the entertainment value of the movies and the Netflix series. So, um, and it occurs to me that uh, all the superheroes have this internal struggle. So this is this is not new. I'm not I'm not a rocket scientist at all, but I'm just I want to bear out this analogy to kind of bring my my point home today. Uh, They all have this internal struggle. Um, that they go through despite their superpowers. So that gives you the human element of them, right? That even though they're super, they still are struggling with things like you and me. Um, and so I want to park on uh, Daredevil this episode. Uh, and I don't know, there, there was two seasons that have been released on Netflix. I just recently, within the last month or so, got through watching both of them. Um, and um, so... So all of them are, including Daredevil, they're working through their their issues, their internal issues, um, as they come across these villains or circumstances that engage their superpowers. Uh, so, but but also what's striking to me is how the powers just work to really amplify what's already in them. Um, and I'll get to what I what I mean by that if you if you haven't caught it already. So so for example, Daredevil, this is kind of fresh in my mind. Um, is struggling with abandonment. Essentially his father was murdered. Um, and then his surrogate father who trained him in the martial arts and stuff, abandoned him also. So he's got some abandonment issues, which is obvious. Uh, if you watch the show, uh, however, the good aspects of his character, uh, the wholesomeness of his character, which we all have those things. We have to kind of dig for him sometimes, unfortunately, but, um, that part of him is strong as he is. And he's able to do all this stuff while he's blind, blah, blah, blah. Won't the good part of his character won't allow him to kill anyone while he's using his superpower? Have you ever noticed that he just he'll seriously injure them, but he won't kill them. He has a very moral, very strong moral ethical code against that. Juxtaposed to his uh, his girlfriend in there, Electra, I think is her name, anyways. But 
and, and his mentor, matter of fact, his surrogate father, they use those same powers and uh, whatnot to kill people. So there's a difference. Uh, and I guess my point in all that is that, you know, the superpowers that they have or the special skills just work to amplify a specific uh, characteristic in them that's already there. Okay. So where am I going with this? So last week I made the argument that money was just a means to an end, just a tool. Um, and I think the term I used was um, just a proxy for a value transaction. Um, it, money, it isn't emotional. We are emotional. It isn't good or bad. We're good or bad. So I guess it follows that money uh, and or the resource attributed to it, right? So let's just broaden our horizon just a little bit because, you know, resource can be time, talent, or treasure, as I've said before. Um, we're specifically using the vernacular of money right now, but just this resources, you know, and wealth and all that kind of stuff. This all acts as an amplifier of what is already in us, just like with Daredevil. Um, so let's, let's kind of unpack that just a little bit more. Um, if what is in us is a framing or a, a mindset that money is something that the rich take from the poor or that the poor steal from the rich for that matter, um, we've essentially created a lens or a framing that will be very telling of the, of our behaviors when we have money or resource. Um, and I think this is where the work of, um, I can't think of the name right now. Forgive me, but maybe I'll put it in the show notes if I can find it. But somebody, there's a person out there. Maybe his name is Thaler. Um, but anyways, um, he talks about the abundancy and the scarcity mentality when it comes to money. And that comes into play right here. Because if we believe that money is something that the rich take from the poor, um, not only do we essentially have the idea that money is bad, um, you know, in the case that we ever obtain more of it, it is likely um, we won't put to we won't put it to its proper use because we look at it as the scarce commodity that needs to be hoarded. Um, and so the if, if you're looking at the last week, money is a tool that you can either save, spend or give away. Typically speaking, people have a problem with all three of those. They're definitely not good, generous givers because they're more hoarders because of, you know, how they view it. Um, and sometimes I found that I've, I've even found that those people don't even spend money on themselves. They, they have more than what they need, but it's just this mental frame that is, you know, essentially dictating their behaviors with money. Then I would say on the flip side, I've also seen the abundance mentality. Um, and they're abusing money also. They, they just go to the other extreme. Um, and it's not a thought of something that's scarce, but like, it's free flowing, if you will. Um, and so, you know, those tend to be overspenders and they don't budget either um, or save properly. Um, and they may just, you know, uh, they, they, they have a, a improper frame also. So let's just go back to Daredevil as I kind of bring this in for a landing, hopefully. So Daredevil was essentially abandoned and he had to go. He, he has to deal with that, just like we have to deal with our issues. Um, whether they be abandoned or um, abandonment or not. Um, I guess it just follows that if, if you feel that way, you're going to act out um, of a scarcity mentality. 
Um, you're going to tend to be less generous, like I mentioned, um, because essentially you're afraid. And this is where the abandonment comes in. So if you've been abandoned in the case of Daredevil, his father was murdered then his surrogate father abandoned him. Essentially, you're afraid that somebody's going to take what you've been given or what you've been given is going to be taken away. That's the whole issue surrounding abandonment. Um, people are fearful of things uh, that they love and hold dear being taken away. Um, so my point is that in either of these extremes, which are improper, uh, it comes down to understanding that money is neither good or bad and all it can do, uh, whether we have a lot or little of it, is amplify or bring out a part of us that needs work. That's kind of my whole point, right? So with Daredevil, regardless of the fact he had these martial arts skills and all this other kind of stuff, he still needed to work on developing relationships and letting himself out there and not being fearful that he's going to be abandoned and letting people come in. Um, with with money and the money mindset, and we'll develop more of this next week because we have to look at the proper view of what money should be used for. That thing that needs work uh, becomes our mental lens or lenses through which we view everything, including money, um, thereby developing this mindset of scarcity or abundance in the other case. Um, so we'll leave it there for this week. Hopefully that's been helpful. Uh, next week, what we'll be talking about is um, a few ways we can develop the proper mindset, um, which is, in my opinion, that of being a steward with money, right? So hopefully, but like I said, that's been helpful. Um, we'll leave it there. As always, have a great and prosperous day. Take care.